0: God bless you, you can have your seat now. I'm going to call you back shortly. Today I'm going to be speaking on something very briefly and very quickly. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know if it is you or, or is someone that asks you to pray for him or for her when you are coming today by trusting God for a, brand new, for a brand new house. Brand new house. It is done in Jesus' name. It is done in Jesus' name. Something is happening today. <laughs> Father, I thank you. Lord, I give you praise. Those of you that, are, that find it strange, <laughs> maybe because I'm going to be leaving the Netherlands, so there are some things that I need to, to offload. So please pardon me if I don't preach uh, the normal style. Uh, I think it's for your benefit. If there are blessings that are coming, I must not take them along with me, otherwise you have to follow me to Nigeria to go and get them. <laughs> but thanks be to God. I am privileged to stand before you today as a testimony, and I will try to speak very quickly. So if I lose you, just wave your hands, and then I will know I need to slow down a little bit. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. Can you beam from verse 10 for me perhaps? But I just need verse 13, I guess. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. There's a word for someone here, you have been trying to live a life that honors God. And your family doesn't understand. And they are quarreling with you. That this God that you are serving, what does it even mean? Actually, they sometimes even make jest of you. lord is saying keep honoring me Mm. in due course Mm. you shall be honored in their sight they will see the glory of god in your life so keep on keeping on Mm. verse 13 you are the salt of the earth But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. Verse 14. You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Verse 15. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. Father, thank you for your word. I pray that, Lord, you minister into our hearts by your spirit in Jesus' name. As I round up my stay in the Netherlands today, I would like to leave you with a charge. In simple terms, it is that you are the salt, you are the light of this world. You are the salt, you are the light of this world. Just this week, I think the United Nations General Assembly is still going on. People have been trying to find solution to the diverse problems that is befalling the earth. Of course, one place they don't look to is to God. As far as they are concerned, we are smart enough, we are intelligent enough, we have no need for God. Any wonder why we have not resolved the problems. Instead of stopping the wars, we are only creating new ones. Mm. Even the peace that was celebrated three days or four days ago, because when Obama was giving his speech, he mentioned it amongst the successes of the negotiation that they have been able to arrive at some form of a deal with the Russians. But I don't know if any of you listened to the news this morning. The deal has fallen apart. Is that from me? Okay. Maybe I will just switch. Praise God. This actually sounds better. So, but by this morning, as I was saying, the deal fell apart. People are looking for answers to situations and the troubling circumstances that is bedeviling the entire universe name it, from human problems to natural disasters to increases to storms and all the hurricanes and all the problems that keep on happening. But one single place that we have not been able to look closely is towards God. And perhaps for a good reason. Perhaps for a good reason. But I stand today To remind you who or why you are here. Do you have the message translation? Can you beam verse 13 and 14 for me again? And I'm going to pick it up from there. You are the salt of this world. You are the light of this world. What does that mean? What does that mean? In the message, it says, let me tell you why you are here. Can you please tell your neighbor, do you know why you are here? Help me ask you. What was the answer? Do you know why you are here? I mean, do you know the ultimate purpose for why you are here? You might have come here to do one or two other things. Business, education, vocation, whatever it is. But do you know ultimately why you are here? Because it's not only about your academics or your, your work or your businesses or sports or whatever it is that brought you to where you are today. Do you know why you are here? So the scripture says, let me tell you why you are here. And do you know who was speaking in that verse? Who was speaking there? Jesus. This is part of what we call the Sermon on the Mount. And he has gathered all these wonderful people that have come to do different things. Many of whom have their different understandings of why they were here or not. Some might have believed that they were born so that their family heritage will not be lost. So that they can continue to have the children of Mr. XYZ. And they will continue their lineage to the point whereby at the end of the day they say there was, this man lived a thousand years. He had 70 children that rode on 70 donkeys and they, did, and they married 70 wives and whatever. Or perhaps... You thought you were here because someone didn't like you. You actually wanted to go to another country. But they said, no, go to Netherlands. Or you thought you were here because you were born here. And so you don't even, well, I just found myself here. Or maybe (laughs) because you are a Dutch... You think you chose to to bring yourself here? How many of you told your mother where to give birth to you? You say, mommy, give birth to me in the Netherlands. How many of you? I don't think there's anyone in this room. So may I please tell you why you are here? Because Jesus saw that it was an important lesson to teach to the disciples as they are sitting there. Everybody going about his business. Doing the kind of things they like to do. Pursuing after their dreams. Not interested in any obstruction. Not interested in any form of distraction. As far as they are concerned, anything that goes against that which you are pursuing was not part of their plan. So you just say, hey, wait a minute. May I tell you why you are here? You are here to be a salt. And if at all you have cooked any meal in your life, and I hope you do, or you have eaten any food at all, you know there's one ingredient that usually, no matter even if it's put very little, it's always there, isn't it? Uh, what is that ingredient? Salt. Your tolerance for it or your desire to eat it may differ. Medically, it is also advised not to take it too much. And we're going to see why in a short while. But you are salt; is an indispensable ingredient. So, please, may I remind you, you that has been complaining and has been crying and been wondering that why was I born like this? Why did I was I born into this? Why was I doing like that? Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, ma. You are what? Salt. Can you help me tell your neighbour you are salt? You look insignificant, isn't it? That is the cheapest commodity on earth, everywhere you go to, everybody can buy salt. The day you cannot buy salt, your poverty has reached the type some of us suffered in, in the university. If you want to know that poverty has stricken the campus, when you begin to see bro and sis, they begin to knock on each other's other and say, please, give me some salt. <laughs> you, know, you know that uh, <laughs> pocket money has, uh, has traveled. Praise God. Usually everybody has salt. But there are moments that you see that that cannot happen. So you may be that insignificant, but you are irreplaceable. I don't know, you have been looking at yourself. You are saying, "Who, who am I? What value can I add? May I remind you today, who are you, ma? Who are you, sir? You are the one that thinks that you are so... So, 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 so insignificant. But in the sight of God, without you, ah, that soup, it will not, it will not work. No, no. ma. Without you, it will not be the same. Why is salt that important? In various forms, in various styles, if you ask my brother Elton, they make Salt, isn't it? Your company makes salt. You were telling us uh, a couple of days ago. His company makes salt. And the nature of the purity of the salt determines its use. I don't know if somebody heard me. Now, every salt, what I was saying just now in tongues is this. that I was just repeating what I have said. That the nature of your purity determines what you are going to be used for. The salt that we use during winter is not the same as the one we use for making the saline solution for drips. You know when you go to the hospital and they want to put some water into you, 0.9% sodium chloride, saline solution, the purity of that salt has to be exceptional. As insignificant as it looks. It is a life sustainer. Can you help me tell your neighbor you are a life sustainer? I don't know why something is draw- drawing me towards, towards you. Can I say it into your life, sir? You are a life sustainer. There are men and women that will drink or are drinking already from you. Continue to be the salt that you must be in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The purity, the nature of your purity determines your use. Why must you care? It's because without you, many of the things that we need to make cannot be. What does it mean for us as Christians? We live in a world where we are lacking taste. We like taste. We like the savour, the beauty of what the Lord God wants to pass on to us. Sorry, God bless you. Thank you, Jesus. It is well with you. Amen. We live in a world where there is a need for you to be the salt you must be. My prayer for you this afternoon is that you, are, you have not lost your several. Because the scripture declares that you should be one that adds several into this world. Mark chapter 9 verse 50. It says, have salt in yourselves. Hallelujah. What is that salt? That gives you taste. Do you have taste? Or have you lost your several? We have been speaking about the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon us. May I tell you today that one of the purposes of the power of the Holy Spirit coming upon you to equip you is that he might put you a taste to add taste to, my, to your life, in order that when you go out to minister the grace that has been administered unto you, what will happen? You will add taste to wherever it is that you are going. Why are you salt? One of the uses of salt to do what also? We use it for wound dressing. Hello? You know, I told you I'm going to be speaking very simply today. Wound dressing. Is that simple enough? Yes. I remember as children when we used to play then, if you bruise your knee at home, you know, who knows, who knows the component of iodine? Uh, how, many, how many of you have used iodine before? Oh, okay, yes. You know it's a salt, isn't it? It's iodine chloride. Yes, it's a salt. Uh, but even when you don't have iodine, you can just go to mama's kitchen and pick the same salt that you put in your soup and you put there. What are you doing? You are making the place uncomfortable for bacteria to fester. Helping your wound to heal. Hello, Sir ma. That is your role. That is your purpose in this life. It means that when you see situations that are wounding, when you see people that are bruised, when you see people that are suffering from any form of injury, what are you supposed to do? Add what? Add salt to it. Not to carry the news and multiply the fire. What are you supposed to do? Add the salt to it. You are salt. That is why you are here. You know another use of salt? We prevent decay. To prevent putrefaction. To keep something fresh. Hallelujah. With you doing what you ought to do, we are fresh. How can the church not become a putrid place? It's when you and I be the salt that we ought to be. Unfortunately, many churches, many congregations are putrid. They are getting rotten because we have refused to pour out our salt into the place. I pray that you will begin to be the salt you ought to be where the Lord has placed you. In your place of work. You know, some of us think you should only be Christians on Sunday. No. No. You are Christians, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. Morning, afternoon, and evening. Wherever you go, whether in your place of work or in your, your, wherever you live, what are you supposed to do, sir? Be dissolved. Stop complaining about how things are not going right. Stop complaining that it doesn't have taste. What, what do you do usually when you are eating food and it's is, is not tasty? Eh? What do you usually do? You grab the, this here in the center. Can you show me what you do? Uh-huh. Praise God. That's what you are. Don't be crying and saying, who will come and fix it? What do you do? Take yourself and hallelujah. Be that soul. Oh, this thing is not working well. Oh, this thing was not arranged properly. Oh, this thing is not there. What should you do? Just arrange it. Some people have fallen asleep. What should you do? Uh Uh-huh. Just do like this with me. And then I know that we are following together. Praise God. So next time when I say, what do you do? Uh Uh-huh. And later on, we shall talk about light. When we say, what do you do? Just say, shine. That's all. Two words for you this afternoon. This and this. By the grace of God. And you would have been the solution that the world has been waiting for. Why do we need to be that? If you will be as good as a salt would be. What's the color of salt? Purity. Isn't it? When you see salt that has changed color, do you use it for your soup? How do you expect that you come in your colored nature and you want to be a salt in somebody's life? Will it work? No. First, do what? Have salt in yourself. May I ask you, if you are here and you don't have salt in yourself, what we are saying simply is this, what? The source of the salt is the spirit of the living God that comes into the life of a sinner who has turned to Christ. And by his indwelling and living out his life in you, you live out the life of Christ. Hallelujah. So in simple terms, you need to be born again. If you do not have salt in you, what do you need to do? Be born again. And you will be the salt that you must be. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 says that you should all be seasoned with grace. When you have salt in you, the words that you speak you don't talk carelessly, you don't. You don't you don't aggravate situations. What do you do? You depend on the Holy Spirit to speak to you. What is the word for the season? Is it a rebuke? Is it an exhortation? Is it a correction? Is it a blessing? What is the word in the season? You are the salt. You must not only be a good salt. You must do good you must do good. If the salt loses its saltiness, of what use is it? May I remind you that if you do not use your salt the way you ought to, you might lose it. You might lose it. And at that time, the Bible says, you are neither good for the heel. No, to be poured. In fact, they'll just pour it on the road, to be trampled upon by men. I pray that none of us in this room will fall among those salt that will not have use for, and will have to be poured on the road. In Jesus' mighty name, how can you stop that? Is by being the salt that you are called to be. Verse fourteen in Matthew chapter five says, "You are the light." Now you say, eh, bro, don't tell me I'm the light. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 8 says something. That you were sometimes darkness. Yes, we, we understand. We understand that you were once darkness. So when we say you are light, you are, you are still wondering, does, does that include me? And no no that was in your past. Hallelujah. If you have repented and you have become born again, you have become a child of God. What are you now? You are now light. In John chapter 8, Jesus Christ when he was still here says that he is the light of the world. But when he was living, what did he say now? You are the light. You are the salt, you are the light. Brethren, that is my message for you in this afternoon. What is the purpose of light? To shine. Any man that lights a candle does not hide it under the table. What do you do with a light? You put it on a platform. Isn't that so? May I remind you that your life is a light that God has lit. And he has set it upon a pedestal in order that you might shine. Please shine. Shine in Jesus' name. Say, how can I shine? Where can I shine? Right in the corner where you are. Actually, someone crafted a beautiful song. He says, brighten the corner where you are. You don't have to look for a big place. Where you are is big enough already. You know, we say you may think yourself as a tiny bit of a light. But no matter how tiny the light is, when it's lit, what happens to darkness? It disappears. Shine and shine for Jesus. How do we shine? By doing the things that the Holy Spirit enables us to do. Living righteously, living above reproach, living, praising, and honoring God in all that you do. Living a life of purity. Living a life that brings joy to the hearts of many. Being the help, the hands, and the feet of Jesus Christ, here or not, wherever you are. Be that light. Shine that light. Don't say my light is small. Don't say my light is, is tiny. What are you supposed to do? Shine it. By living good James chapter three, verse thirteen, Philippians chapter four, verse eight says this. And actually Philippians two fifteen also. I'm gonna read that. He said that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation among whom ye shine as light in the world. Praise God. The fact that the world around you will be crooked is no news. Is it news anymore? No. But what they are looking for is for you to do what? Shine. If all of us seated in this room today will agree to go out and to shine, what a great difference it will be in this world. How can we shine? How can we shine? Philippians 4, verse 8. Whatever is noble, whatever is of good report, whatever is good, whatever is lovely, whatever is pure, whatever is admirable, engage yourself in those things. And while you are doing it quietly in your corner, God is being glorified above. And you are being blessed here on earth. Brethren, it's been a great privilege. It's been a great joy in my heart to have been in this place for a season with you. And as I go, I leave you with these two things. And I'm going to invite the choir to please come up quickly. And join me soon enough. I want us to celebrate the goodness of God. And we're going to do it in different styles. But I leave you with these two things. What is it? Be the salt and be the light. Is that simple enough? So whenever you are walking down the street this week, if I see you still, I will just do like this. And if you do like this, I know you are here today. (laughs) Praise God. Or if I do like this and I see you do like this, then I know, okay, yes, this one was also here today. I want us to celebrate God because he has done a great thing in our lives. We want to honor him, we want to give him praise, we want to rejoice. But we want to, first of all, render this song together with the choir. And it's just telling you to go out and do what we've just talked about here today. That if you want a brand new world, we're not going to wait for United Nations to give us one. Miles Monroe, late, sang it beautifully. And we're going to invite you to try to join us and listen. You can just sit on your seat. Yes, let's go ahead. Begin to play the the chords for us as I speak. And he says, if you want a brand new world, You've got to have a brand new people. If you want a brand new people, you got to have a brand new life. If you want a brand new life, you got to have a brand new spirit. And if you want a brand new spirit,
1: you have to come to Jesus Christ. We don't like the way the world is turning. Something inside is always yearning. Yearning for a brand new world People everywhere so confused Leaders don't know just what to do Everybody wants a brand new world Though we send rockets to the moon and the stars and though we've made trains and ships that go very far There's not a mountain that man has not climbed Yet a broad he can never find Cause if you, you want to run, find you world
2: got to have a brand new life and if you want a brand new life you've got to have a brand new spirit and if you want a brand new spirit you've got to come to jesus christ
1: Ooh. teenagers trying everything they could? I wonder if they ever would find themselves a brand new world An old man sitting in the barroom door still can't find what he's searching for or how he wants a brand new world A brand new world depends and you will never find it in the things that we do jesus promised a world of reason i invites you to come along oh yeah cause if, if you, you want a brand
2: new, one. new world you got it, to have a right right brand right new love yeah. If you want a right. brand
1: So he could bring us all a new new world Although we've changed governments Many times in our lives The world is still the same Why can't we realize You cannot change a man From the outside, my friend World begins with thee. Let me hear you say, cause if, if you want a prime... You. Are- I want to be the salt. I don't know how. I want to be the light. I don't know how. What you need is a new spirit. The spirit of God that we have been speaking about over the last weeks. We have been telling you
0: that this is that which the prophets have prophesied. If you are here and you are saying, I, I, I want this new life. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. I invite you to just wave your hand to the Lord and we're gonna pray with you from here where I'm standing I want us to celebrate Jesus but if you are here and you say I want this brand new life you've not given your life to Jesus before you are not born again and you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior if you want a brand new spirit if you are here just raise your hand to the Lord and put it down Oh yes, if you want a brand new
2: spirit,
0: you gotta come to Jesus
1: Christ. If you want a brand new spirit, you gotta come to Jesus Christ.
0: Father, we thank you. We thank you for that hand that was lifted up. Lord, we thank you if it is for that just this single soul that you brought your word unto us Lord I pray that we shall rejoice together in heaven with this one in Jesus mighty name we pray